Steve Mathis production. Hello, Pulp fans. Keep using that M-A-T-T-H-E-S code at btosports.com and be sure to click the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com for your non-moto purchases. Your support makes it possible for us to continue to deliver your moto fix, and we thank you. episode of the Steve Mathis show there is a high chanceability you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking Duh. or make you say to yourself dude that's so funny the bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview welcome to the racer x podcast show brought to you by btosports.com hosted by Steve Mathis Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. It's an off weekend, but there's still plenty, plenty to talk about. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me on the line, as usual, is uh, David Pingry. Ping, what's up? Hey, just here for you. Hey, thanks, just buddy. Just trying to make your show as good as it can be. And, and, and this was short notice, so I really, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, well, you're welcome. And, uh, and actually, in studio, hanging out in Las Vegas, uh, none other than the uh, privateer hero, Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Uh, not much. Just got here. Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, no problem. Of course. Yeah, you have to. You're staying here. Yeah, You absolutely. have no choice. Nope. Um, well, no race over the weekend, but certainly uh, uh, some busy, busy things going on. We had X Games. We had a Lomel GP. I just got back from Belgium. Um, and I don't know about you guys. JT, you've raced in Europe. How many times? I mean, can we even do we even have a number? A lot. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. Like I you're don't know, 50, 50 ish. You're almost a European. No. Okay, but you, <laughs> um, you've raced there quite a bit. Yeah. And paying how many? How much have you gone over there? I've gone over quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, over the years, I probably do. You know, while I was racing, which covered probably about twelve years, you know, I would do maybe two or three trips to Europe each fall, each winter. You know. Right. So I mean, it adds up, and then once yeah. I finished racing, I even I, I did quite a few events, you know, and just writing stories for Racer X. So yeah, I've definitely had my fill of okay. So world travel, particularly Europe. Yeah, I just got back from Belgium and Holland, watched the GP. It was super cool. But here's the thing, and I, I, and I've been over there fifteen times, a dozen times. Um, it's such another world, right? Like. It is so, like, it's not, like, a little different. It's not like you go, oh, yeah, Europe, it's a little different. That's not their tagline. Europe, everything's effed up. That should be their tagline, right? No, Canada's a little different, right? Yes, you go there and you're you. like, huh. Thank you. Right. I don't see that kind of gas station. That's a little different, but everyone's speaking English. Yeah. Things are pretty much, you know, status quo. And we're not bagging on Europe because, you know, we got a lot of European guys who listen to this. It's just so different, JT, right? Yeah, it's completely. I mean, I mean everything is different. Whatever you like, want to do. Get gas. Go I mean, to the, the bathroom. People, the culture, uh, the uh, towns, Go, go the, shopping, yeah. driving, 
whatever you want to do, it's different. And, I mean, it just takes a little while, I guess, to, to – I, I don't know. I, when I go there, every time I go there, I'm always like, why is it so hard to do anything? Is that just because we're, we're – Well, convenience is, is way down on the importance scale, I think, versus right? the U.S. I mean, if you – I remember it's, it's not as bad now, but when I first started going, which is like 99, if you didn't have what you needed by like 6 p.m., yeah. you weren't getting it. I mean, everything shut down. Yeah. It was done. Stores closed. Gas stations closed. So it's, uh, yeah. right. you know, obviously the American culture, everything is, you know, you can get anything at any time, yeah. 24 hours a day, and definitely not the same. Um, yeah, you know, and also, too, like, and we'll get to the good things about Europe. We'll get to there. Real short, but we'll get there. One of, one of which is not sleeping arrangements. I, I, I laughed so hard when I saw you talking about uh, your bed in Belgium. Dude. Well, because it's just we got lucky. Standard. We got lucky three out of the four nights because we were staying in some some uh, courtyard, uh, not courtyard, um, Crown Plazas. We got lucky. The last night though was a Holiday Inn Express. Me, grown man, Alan Brown with me, another grown man, beds six inches apart, two double beds. Oh. The room I couldn't even fit my OGO full size gear bag in there anywhere. I always felt really comfortable in the beds there. <laughs> <laughs> never, never had a Come problem. on, JT. I'm as short as you are, and even me, I'm like, dang. And and another thing, why don't they believe in shower curtains or shower doors that go all the way? One, for a couple nights, our shower was in the middle of the bathtub, not in the, not in the <laughs> one end, just in the middle. Is there a certain way you can stand where water doesn't spray all over the bathroom? No. Because I haven't figured it out yet. I think I, it's like a geometry equation that they uh, teach in, like, you know, European middle school. Who who puts a shower in the middle of the bathtub? So, like, you know, bathway bathtubs, at least everyone I've ever been in, are longer than they are wider. Uh, I believe I believe you're, there's a there's a guy whose job is to take three point one four, multiplied by like the angles of the you know shower and go yep water will splash to the ceiling from here yeah perfect place um, for the shower head um so that was what for a couple nights the shower is in the middle of the bathtub where you just can't get out of it you can't you know just water spraying in the face the other the other room the the shower door only went halfway to the tub and you ended up with water everywhere once again yeah that's pretty standard that the half door the half water is no matter what, you're walking out in water everywhere. I just don't right. get that. Right. I don't understand that. But I think most Americans don't realize that happens. It's, it's really weird. I want to ask somebody, like some kind of uh, – Well, it's no fluke. It's no fluke. No, I, I've done it. You've done it. Yeah, Being, it's European-wide. This is no fluke. It's very, very strange. Uh, what, about, what about when you – you know, that little gap between the beds – yeah, uh, this happens to me every time, and and if I'm with my wife or whatever, no big deal, or even a, a close buddy, if whatever. But like, I don't know how close you and Ellen are, but we wake up about four in the morning. You got to pee, and you got some morning wood going, and you're trying to creep <laughs> through there, like you know. Yeah, that's awkward, huh? Pardon no, me, if you guys. I don't get to the restroom here. Don't mind this. I don't get it, and then uh, also too, the toilets when you flush them, it's like an F14. <laughs> And so you're like, oh, hey, what's up, Alan? Don't mind me. I just woke you up. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 it's just so strange and weird, like we just said. 
And you know, like the the I look at all these buildings and stuff, and they're so old, and people renovate old buildings to be like an Apple store or a shoe store, but it's really just an old apartment. You know, yeah. like well, I've stayed in uh, in East Germany, and uh, obviously pretty shot out, beat down kind of places. <laughs> and uh, the one hotel we usually stay in, it has like the if you see like a old like a kind of a horror movie, and they're in a hospital and the light is only on where you're walking. So, like, they're saving power through the whole hallway, and the light is following you down the hallway. <laughs> this, this is me walking really? down to East Germany Hotel at, like, yeah. 2 in the morning when I get there. Just a light shining on me. Complete darkness in each direction. Right. You know, you're just waiting on some kind of, like, mutant. Not, Nazi zombie. Yeah, communist from 30 years ago that's just been hiding out, like, host, <laughs> hostile. Now, I will tell you this. In defense of Europe, the smallest hotel room I've ever stayed in was actually – Somewhere in the Atlanta, Georgia area. It was a microtel. Yep. You ever stayed in one of these things? Like twenty five bucks a night? Yep. No, I never have. No. Yikes. I uh it, may, it makes a European room look like a suite at the Hyatt. <laughs> the, the first time I ever went to Amsterdam, I went to this hotel what happened was I, I was gonna fly into Amsterdam, rent a car and drive from Amsterdam to Leipzig, which is pretty far. But the the deal was like I got like the cheapest airline ticket ever to do it. So I get to Amsterdam Airport, and I'm, like, 19 at the time. Well, in Europe, you, you have to be 21 no matter what to rent a car. Just period. Yeah. No exceptions. Well, the U.S., it was 18 on the corporate rate I was on. So I'm screwed. I either have to buy a ticket, which I couldn't find any ticket under, like, 500 bucks to get to Leipzig. So I ended up wanting to t having to take a train, but I couldn't leave till the next day. So... I go try to find a hotel in Amsterdam just for the night. Yeah. You know, I've never been to Amsterdam. Yeah. I'm 19. I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm in board shorts. You know, it's just a mess. Uh, and I end up at this hotel, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's $11 for the night. I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect. Rah. You know, yeah. how did I get this lucky? Jason, why can't deal? <laughs> yeah. Well, they take me upstairs to this room, and it's just a hallway with, like, 50 or 60 beds in it, and people just crash out all in the same room. Oh, no way. Yeah, with your back oh. next to you. I'm like, God, oh, no. I'm out of here. Oh man! So that um, was—I I didn't even know those existed, but apparently, yeah, yeah, it, it's it, like triage style in there. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's—it's uh, it's just—it's just different, man. And then you know, you got the uh, cobblestone streets everywhere. Ladies with high heels, apparently, just it doesn't work. I guess I don't know. Cobblestone streets—it's just—it's narrow. You're driving around. You have really no clue on where the streets are going. What's going on? I guess it would help if you if you spoke the language, but it's still, it just seems so strange. Sometimes they have well, the roundabouts are actually pretty cool. Uh, I like those, but it's just different. I don't like the food either. Uh, Ping, do you? I mean, it no. seems like nothing's ever cooked. Bro, I'm I'm super picky. So, you know, like I, I used to honestly, I hated going to Europe. I hated it. I didn't. I couldn't even appreciate the culture when I was younger. I was like, right. "This place just sucks. It's like different than what I want and what I'm used to, and it sucks." <laughs> uh, and I hated the food. I hated that everyone smoked. I hated the way they, I just hated everything about it. I was. I really did not enjoy going at all. As I got older, like I was done racing, which is typically how it goes, right? When you're right. old enough to finally start appreciating the history and the culture of the place. Um, I really enjoyed going more, but still the food, uh, just not happening. Yeah. It's no. terrible. It seems like um, they never cook it enough. I'm actually pretty good with the food other than German food. 
Yeah. I, I don't do German food so much. <laughs> well, that's really hard for you being an 18-time well, German supercross. Uh. But the pro- if all I ever do is either look for an American flag or an Italian flag. Italian flag. Yeah, you can't have spaghetti that bad. Good. Yeah, no, you're right. It's so. hard. It's hard. We went to a place in Brussels called the Boston Steakhouse. Yeah. You know, Boston, well-known for its <laughs> steak. Um, and uh, it wasn't very good. No. no, it wasn't very good. Yeah, but the Italian flag is it's so clutch yeah. when you're there. Yeah, we had pizza. Yeah, there's awesome. just no way you can screw some things up. Well, but what is what's with their habit of putting um, really weird stuff on pizza, though? You know? Yeah, an egg. I've had an egg, egg cracked egg. like a raw egg right in the middle. Yep. Perfect pizza, awesome, cracked egg right in the middle. Yeah, I've had that, too. Yeah, what's up with that? That's kind of like uh, that's kind of Australian almost a little bit. They really? put egg on random things. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, but what is cool is the history and everything else. You know, I, we were walking around Brussels, uh, hanging out. We turn a corner and there's a uh, just a, a church um, with um, some statues and like some tombs with some priests and like these priests were all dead and it was uh, it was really cool. It was a little, little like river and this was just like. Two blocks from the subway. Do you know what I mean? You, like you, that's and that's the cool part of it. Yeah, there's there's always, uh, as like I said, as I went back more and more, and you start to hear stories about, like particularly like Paris. If you ever have someone who knows some of the things about the city, take you around. Right. You know, like how the Eiffel Tower was used during World War II for all the Allied troops and supplies, like tanks and planes and everything were stored under it because it was. Um, you know, you couldn't attack a national monument like that. So everything was safe that was under it. So I just, stuff like that was amazing to me. And there's a big pillar somewhere in Paris. And the guy was telling me how this Cleopatra had all of her slaves or whatever the heck dragged this thing from Egypt to there as a gift to someone in France. And it's just standing right there. Yeah. It's a trip, you know, when, when the history books start to actually, you're like, oh, damn, that's yeah, like, what I was reading about. Like Ping, it's right like, here. Like where you live. You'd go down the street and be like, "Well, kids, this used to be a Wendy's, and now it's a Subway." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is where I had a track once until they built houses on it. Right. That's the, that's about as far back as history goes in Temecula. Right. Exactly. And, and you're, you know what? And it's really cool. I remember in Italy one time, I saw this uh, this this carved rock that was dated before Christ, and, and it was uh, just a, it was it was like a um, I don't know some sort of proclamation. But it was surrounded by a little gate and everything. And it's just like how cool. Like it's so, so neat to have that and, and to see that. And, and even with Paris and all that. So that's the cool part of it. You, got, you have to appreciate it, you know. Um, we went to – my buddy Alan and I two years ago went to Germany for the GP. And we went to Berlin and we saw all the places where, where uh, that movie Valkyrie took place. The actual offices where the guy shot himself and where um, – all that stuff went down. They're still there. The monument to the guy, to um, von Stauffenberg. That's just gnarly moving stuff. It's just, it, yeah. it's a, to me, it really gives you pa- uh, the chance to pause and think about stuff. But but then you're worried about the shitty food or you got to go to the bathroom because shitty food is going right through you. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. But what's the, what's the worst European trip you've ever had, JT? What's the, like. Is there one that sticks out? Uh, the worst? Um, I don't know. I haven't had any that were just incredibly, incredibly bad. Uh, I mean, usually when you're talking about Europe, there's only a few things, you know, other than injuries or stuff like that. The things that go wrong are just travel nightmares as right. far as missing flights and 
if you ever miss a flight getting out of Europe, you're pretty much screwed because there's usually only one a day that you're going to get on. Yeah. Uh, so stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's it's always just inconvenient stuff in the, the big picture. I, I would be hard-pressed to find one thing where I was just like, oh, my God, I would never want to go back. Right. What about you, Ping? Um, you know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any nightmare trips other than, like he's saying, travel and that, but it seemed like all of them sucked. Like, I hated, I was absolutely miserable. And then when I get home, I'd be like, oh, that was cool, though. But that was pretty, you know, like, you, you kind of look back on it like, yeah, that was neat. But while you're there, JT, did you find that? You're just like, get me home. God, please just get me home. Oh, yeah. I, I would give anything. I, I would wear red sparkly shoes if I could click them together and just be home. Yeah, it's, it's getting Whatever better. It it's getting better for me now as I've gotten older. But I, I know especially the first few years, it was... I mean, if if I could have met someone at the airport with my money and got back on a plane, I would have been so pumped. You know what I mean? Like, just meet me there, give me whatever amount of money you think is fair at this point of my trip, and I'll go home. Let's do that. I, uh, you know, the worst the worst thing I ever had on a on a big flight. It wasn't Europe. It was I actually went down to Sydney and did a Supercross, which that flight is absolutely brutal. Try coming from Florida. Uh, I mean, it's terrible, right? Yeah, it's so, not good. So uh, I'm going with Phil Lawrence, uh, 99 for the Supercross down there. actually met Chad Reed and uh, got some funny stories about that. But anyway, uh, so Phil tells me, dude, this flight's way too long to stay up. So here's the cocktail we're going to take. We're going to sleep the whole way. I know the he had been going down, so he knew the lady that checked you in on uh, Qantas or whatever the airline was, you know. So he he, he got us. We each had our own row of seven seats in the back of the plane. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he just, we pulled up all the armrests, laid down like 15 blankets and pillows, took, uh, it was a mix of like Unisom and NyQuil, I don't know what it was, and we were out. And literally, I slept for like 13 hours. Uh, but I woke up, and you get so dehydrated and just run down, that that night, we get there, and you're totally spun out, right? And the, the promoter wants to take us to dinner. So we go to dinner, and we have a couple cocktails. It's not debauchery, but, you know, like you're drinking, dehydrating yourself even more. I end up getting the gnarliest flu. Like, I've never had a flu like that. It was coming out both ends. <laughs> I was sweating. I just a train wreck. And I went and rode like, I, you know, the promoter was paying me to come down there. I, I had to try. So I go and try to ride. Almost died a couple times. I'm like, dude, I cannot ride. I'm sorry. I need some medicine, and I need a bed right now with a toilet. <laughs> and uh, I spent the whole, I think I was supposed to be there four or five days, spent all of them in my room, never left the room again after that, except to go downstairs to eat. And uh, anyway, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, good times. I, I know when I lived in Germany, pre-internet, well, no, I had a computer. It was dial-up internet. I couldn't figure it out, and I lived there by myself. In with Mika, Sand Sand King. Yeah. Fastest uh, sand rider. Fastest sand ever. rider ever. Yeah. Um I was miserable. It was cold. I was by myself. Stores closed at six or seven. Uh I was getting paid like twelve hundred Deutschmarks a month, but every meal out was thirty. You know, so yeah. I just Deutschmarks aren't worth crap. Either. No, I was I was hating it. That was probably my worst time uh uh over there was, was that Germany and did you oh. have to pay pay for your coffee too at work? Yes, yes, pay for coffee at work. Thomas Knipe, Thomas Knipe Racing. Um, but it, you know what? Yeah, it, it's still good to go when you come back. Like you just said, Bing, you, you're like, wow, I'm really glad I went. I'm glad I went to 
to Lomo and saw the GP. You know, it was cool. But uh, every time I go there, I'm just like, this place is just so weird, so different. And everybody might take offense um, to us saying that Europe sucks or anything. It's not that it sucks. It's just different. It is very different. Yeah. I think most people would be. It's just easier to say it sucks than to explain how different it is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and also, too, like, their coffee sucks. It's so strong. (laughs) It sucks. Um I like it. I kind of like it. Do you? Yeah. I oh like no. It. no. I like French coffee, like in Paris. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I like it. Maybe. Um, but you know what? I was uh, very impressed by uh, Car- Antonio Caroli and uh, and Jeffrey Hurlings this weekend. Very very fast riders, man. Uh, deep deep sand track. Let me tell you, Motocross to Nations is there next year, and it's not going to be easy. It's 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 deep beach sand. So. I don't know. I don't know if, if you know if we could somehow put Dowdy in a time machine, send Matt Gurky, and then maybe RV, maybe Stewart. I don't know, but it's going to be a little little bit of an issue, I think. Um, let's move it on to uh, any questions about my trip of the year, by the way, from either one of you. You know, you you were in a pretty gnarly area. Did you did you see any signs for other nationals, like other GPS? Um, yeah, yeah, I saw Vulcan Swad. Valken Sward. Uh, yeah, Valken Sward, and then the, what's the castle right down the road? Namur. I did a supermoto race down there. Namur. Yeah. Namur. Uh, I saw a sign yeah. for that, too, actually. But um, I want to go there. Yeah, I'd love to go there. It's like the Citadel. It's pretty or rad. Yeah. It's pretty rad, yeah. And and like I said, I passed Lommel and Valken Sward on my way. I mean, like within an hour of driving, like, holy crap, I've seen like three GP sites, you know? Yeah, and we actually drove pretty by. Pretty heavy. We drove by the exit for Zolder. Where mm-hmm. the Motocross Nations was, yeah. there's no longer that a track. That track was not good. That track was not good, no. No, but, um, yeah, you're right. It's right there. Caroli said he lived six kilometers away from Lomo. That's where his condo was or whatever. So, mm. you know, I think all those guys live I'm there. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm sorry that he lives there. That's, oh. that's, that's the corona of Europe, huh? Yeah, I think or so. Or like the Temecula Marietta. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Only without the mall rats. And yeah, anything so modern. And anything modern. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything's like a big ordeal too. Like, like you know how we like, uh, like when I travel to the nationals, I, I I get on the plane with a special line because of my status. I usually get first class. I go get my rental car. My name's already there, and I just pick up my car and go. I get to the hotel. Usually they go, oh, here's your keys. See you later. It's like everything's an ordeal over there. Eating takes a long time. Checking in, driving—you know, getting your rental car. Yeah, it's just their culture, though. I think right. everything is made so easy for you in the U.S., and it's just people are used yeah. to more of a production for things. Dinners are dinners are a huge, you know. Oh God, dinners like a four-hour yeah. deal, right? Yeah, especially in France. France, I mean, oh. is, is obviously the the king of that. I mean, I I would like Tortelli's wedding meals were every meal was like a three you know all there was was a meal all day yeah you had breakfast you hung out had coffee for hours then it was time for lunch before you knew it that was like 10 to 2 <laughs> then you went yeah. took a nap because you're so tired from all the food you just had and then at six we had dinner again and then that turned into all night drinking so that sounds like i want to move there uh no i don't but um now where he where that was is like marseille like yeah super nice south right. of france um so what about the x games let's move on to that well, that, that was a big thing. I feel like I was in Belgium, and I feel like I didn't miss anything. Am I right? Pretty much nailed it. Did I miss anything? 
exciting or, or I mean I watched highlights and I saw all that but the only thing I've ever like wanted to be at for a few years now is best trick like that seems like yeah. the only cool thing going on anymore right right like the freestyle competition I literally I this is no joke I fell asleep during it <laughs> which obviously it's later on the east coast but I fell asleep on the couch watching it it was just there was well, nothing well, exciting. I mean you could honestly have put on the freestyle runs from four years ago and it wouldn't have been any different well, yeah, there's just gear. no excitement either. None. That test guy, I, I don't know who this test guy is. I've never met him. He's obviously been doing the freestyle announcing, but I Googled him and tried to find any piece of information on Tesla I could, and I can't <laughs> find anything. Who is he? I don't know. Did, yeah, I don't know. Did, uh, I, I can't Cameron figure out what nationality is. He talks like he's got a mouthful of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about Pastrana's best trick? I, I didn't see that. He crashed. Well, uh, yeah, it was. If he would have pulled it off, it would have been, I think, even more epic than the double back. Like it was gnarly. He was so far away from landing it, though. Oh, he was. Yeah, oh, okay. so. I, I just like he says in the foam pit, he was getting it like six out of ten times or something like that. But <laughs> that's totally different. Into the foam pit. Oh, I had it into the foam pit. Well, no, you didn't. You you landed kind of with your wheels down first. But right. it's like the front end of the bike is spinning back around. It's just. The chances of him pulling that off are so slim. Like, the first time I felt like, okay, you tried it. But the second time I was just like, as he's grabbing his bike and riding up, he goes like halfway up the ramp and just U-turns and go. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> as he's heading back towards the ramp. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, his bike's got to be beat to hell. After right. the first time, he's just flipping into the dirt. <laughs> and it, you know what I mean? Like, there's just no – the run wouldn't have even counted. Like, what are you doing? It's like Tony Hawk's uh, 900, you know? It's completely irrelevant right, at that right, point. Right, So, have, have, with no Supercross, and and we'll get to the Enduro Cross stuff, is the X Games, is it sort of jump the shark? Are we – I mean, is it is it even uh, – I mean, and Women's Enduro Cross showed some promise. I will tune into that <laughs> if they have it again next year. No, that, that is the funniest thing. That's the funniest television I've seen in a long time. All right, well, let's get to that. Like, anytime I have a bad nothing day, on that show. Anytime I have a bad day, that's going on. Like, yeah. It's on my TiVo. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. play that. <laughs> what were they thinking? What do you think, Ping? What, um, I mean, did they think, hey, this is going to go like I, this? I don't know who the marketing guy is at ESPN who's like, okay, you know, prior to the X Games 17 win, all right, here's what we got to do. The men, let's get rid of that. Let's really focus it in on the women, okay, and let's give them some motorcycle events. Uh, that dude's got to be being prepared right now is what my guess is. Patterson, uh, Jessica Patterson and Pilek both KO themselves in Supercross, right? Yeah, well, but Ashley wasn't riders do, are like done yeah. though. Ashley wasn't going to do the Enduro Cross anyway, right? That's what I that's well, No, but I'm just saying, like, okay. the whole women's motorcycle events, yeah, maybe time to rethink that yeah, a little bit. It wasn't wasn't good. I, I, well, I was actually very no, impressed with Ashley deciding not to do that before. Obviously, she couldn't anyway because she knocked herself out. But she wasn't going to do it anyway, which right. I was pretty pumped on after right. watching it. Because you know that you know the X Games gold medal. This uh, it means yeah, everything. I mean that event was just a mess. Like the Supercross wasn't good, but at least like they were like blitzing the whoops somewhat and jumping the jumps like at least the chicks were like whipping it on the ramp like there were some things i was like oh that's cool you know whatever right the enduro cross was just like oh just an abortion i mean it was just bad. Uh, but, it was bad but when your two best girls get hurt in the sport no of course yeah it's not bad right Obviously, it, the track it's not was, good. and then the track was too much yeah I mean, for sure oh i was waiting every time literally every time they showed a girl go through the whoops 
I was waiting for one to KO because I felt like they were way above going through them way above their ability. Like their front was dropping everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like they didn't know what was going to happen if that, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that. Like right, You can't right, continuously right. drop your front end and everything is going to be yeah. great. Great. Yeah. Like it's just, you will pay. Yeah. Um, do you think, I mean, I talked to, you know, there, there, when it comes to women's racing, there isn't too many people more passionate than Eddie Ray. And he, doesn't, he didn't think it was a good idea either. He thought that, the, do you think the girls, do you think the girls well, thought it was awesome? Well, that Enduro Cross. JT, back me up on this. That will make a really good rider look like an idiot. Yeah, for sure. That, that look at the guys. So those guys gnarly. Are, those, those guys, guys are the best are, like, at what they do. Caddy and them. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're ninjas on on those little rocks and you know obstacle sections. You put you put Stewart out on that track. You put Reed, whoever. They would look like fools. Like right. it's really really tough. So. I mean, it kind of feels bad making fun of the girls, but, like, it was bad. Yeah, it wasn't really it looked, their – it's not their fault. It, they were just put in a terrible position. Whoever's decision yeah. that was, was it was just bad. Do you think they thought it was awesome? Do you know the what girls, I mean? The, the girls? ESPN or the women? E- anybody. Did anybody think I thought that it was, was awesome? awesome. Okay. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome for the wrong reasons, though, right? Yeah, I yeah mean, no, just pure comedic. Like, does it come back next year? Do you think ESPN was like, yes, and the women are like, yes? I've already petitioned ESPN to bring it back. <laughs> All right, JD, we got your side. We, we, <laughs> we got it. But what do you, what do you think? I don't know. The, the, the two best parts, if you go back and watch the highlight reel, which I've watched no less than 17 times in honor of – X game 17 <laughs> is um, as Elizabeth Bash is like clumsily falling her way off the tallest jump in the whole arena and uh-huh. going headfirst into a log. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron Steele goes, and Elizabeth Bash go ahead and uh, make us some contact with some lumber. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. There's something about a women's race and the use of the word lumber that just made me laugh. And then, as the chick who wins is coming across the finish line, off in the side of the camera, some chick is just going all kinds of sideways, face down into the water pond. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's just like... I missed all every, that. Every, they couldn't show a clip without someone flying off their bike. Right. I, I think the thing about the Enduro Cross, which whoever decided to have women do it, is I think a Enduro Cross, compared to normal like Supercross or Motocross, is a lot more brute strength because you're literally picking your bike up over these yeah. rocks and logs and right. doing all these things. And falling is really unavoidable, I think. Even for the guys, you're going to fall almost every time. Even the guy that wins usually falls. So you're talking about picking your bike up on weird angles, on top of logs and all this yeah. stuff. And, and it's just a bad, bad recipe to have women. You know what I mean? It, I, I felt bad I mean, for them out there because they're making them look much yeah. more foolish than they should be. Yeah. Well, all right, have you ever seen a girl crash and pick up her bike on flat ground, on perfectly excellent conditions? Yeah, it's difficult. You're, you're almost going, oh, come on, do I need to run out and help? Like, it's a struggle. So now put them on slippery wet rocks and logs. So do, I don't you, know. do you think it comes back, Pink? <laughs> i got to say no. Right. I mean, you got to say they're going to go, you know what, you are fired, and that's probably going to happen again. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I would say, but who knows? Maybe the television numbers are awesome, and that's all they care about. So, right. um, Ping, were you at the Supercross race last year there at X Games? Yeah. What did you think? I mean, did, did it? Are you surprised they didn't go, they didn't do it again? Um, no, I, I think that, and I think the reason they didn't. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I think that arena is so small, the Staples Center. Right. They just went 
what kind of track and what kind of racing are we going to have on yeah. a track like this, you right, know? Right, right. And I think they were going with the whole, just they put the girls in because, well, we can take Ashley, turn her into a superhero. She's this, you know, cute little deaf girl who's kicking butt. Right. That's like a, you know, USA Today yeah. cover story. Cute deaf girl, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, right? You know? Yeah. So. Um, now, wasn't Helen anyway. Keller? Wasn't Helen Keller deaf? Yes. I think she was deaf and blind. Deaf and blind. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'm just saying she's a huge star. <clears throat> no. Ashley's no Helen Keller. No. Let's not get carried away. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> uh, young girls with disabilities do well. I don't know if you would say Helen Keller did well. I mean. No? She's I, not famous? She didn't yeah, save she's a, famous. I she mean, saved she, a bunch she, of people, didn't she? She was a huge inspiration, but I don't, you know, I right. think. I Ashley, remember Ashley a fantastic Helen, Helen Keller. Keller joke, something about her answering an iron or something. <laughs> Please enlighten anyway. us. Yeah. Um, uh, so really, the, the the reason the Supercross went away was more because in case they want to keep it everything contained in the Staples Center, right? Is that sort of what they're thinking? Uh, my guess. I mean, yeah. I didn't sit down in the meetings, but yeah. well, thanks. I, I, thought, I think I think I the racing has been good. Like even last year, that the conditions sucked with the sun going down and the dust, but it was still good racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the I don't know why they would. Sure. Yeah, I, I would. I would say they wouldn't have gotten rid of it because the the action wasn't good. <laughs> right, right. I think there's some there's some systematic flaws though in the X Games, just in general, like the speed and style. When Nate Adams wins, but Mike Mason wins the race, I think your average fan oh. is just like, "Oh, what's going on? How did that happen? Oh, yeah. you know, they." I was like at a sports bar watching with no sound, so I'm like trying to read who actually won, and it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's some of some of the yeah. things I don't think translate well. Text that event for, is gay, right? Well, the, the Can we best, all agree on that. What the what? Speed and style is gay. Yeah, I mean it's a. Uh, I don't know. No, it's gay. It's gay. I just don't like how you can win win the race and lose the. Th- you know what I mean? And it's no, not like, I, it's not like Mason was doing dead sailors out there. Like he was pulling pretty big tricks the whole time. You, you just you loses. can't judge a race. No. How exactly. do you judge a race? I'm and sorry. Best whip was it's terrible. a race. It's a start line and a finish line, and that's it. Uh, so, that's what's cool about a race. Not well, they're going to race, but that's not going to really so matter. At would the you end. have it speed and style? Okay, you guys got a race. We're dropping the gate. But you got to do a trick on every jump. I mean, how do you? You know, if you're ra- if you're doing tricks, it's hard to race. So what do you? Well, they have their little formula. You know, it's only one jump you get judged on, but and, and it was like the distance that you win by. But I don't know. To me, it all seemed hokey. I, I think nothing's hokier than these athletes getting twenty five. $50,000 bonuses from their sponsors for gold medals, and it's judged on a text contest. I tell you what, if, I'm, oh, if I'm in that best whip contest and I am just throwing nasty whips like McNeil and, and Potter, and I lose because little uh, Jimmy Jenkins doesn't know what he's talking about and just sees Twitch's reality show, uh-huh. there's going to be a mutiny. Like, I'm going to go nuts right. on national television. Yeah, yeah not right there. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be grabbing the camera, screaming at kids. <laughs> You'll be like be Will Farrell and Semi Pro yeah. when the I grizzly mean, bear gets out. They lost, Those guys lost a lot of money because well, did Twitch, General was America Twitch the best? No. No? No way. Okay. Not in my opinion. Right. I mean, I'm not the end all of whips. whips. But Certainly not, JT. <laughs> I don't think. And I don't think, I don't think Twitch would tell you he ha- should yeah. have won either. Right. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. It's that time. Time for a commercial. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike car body. 
you'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped at anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. How was Hanny? How was my guy Hanny? Any good? I mean, he does like classic supercross whips when they're good. They're really good. Yeah. But when you're talking about Potter and McNeil, those guys are facing completely facing the other direction. Right, and right, if you right. call right, but, picture, but that brings up the whole idea of point of what is a whip. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't think they're even. I just, I'm, I'm watching it going, well, that's sick. Like that is ridiculous. But that's not a whip. Right. This is, I thought this was a whip contest. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good that's a good point. I guess. Uh, um. You know, maybe the whole thing is dumb, including the texting of the vote. It's just a popularity contest. Right. That's all. So what it if was. you just went up there and ghost, just let go of your bike? You know I, what I mean? Like when people text you, you know, I mean, people think that's rad at home. And they text for you. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if they even like Carnage. Or what if you went up there in a wig and underwear? I really think it's like anything goes. Because I hey, think there's if you no went to the regulate. top of the gym and bit the head off a bat, you could probably get a gold medal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. While singing Crazy Train. I, yeah. I have yeah. to laugh. I have to laugh. And I'm going to bring this up on, on. And maybe it's just me being, you know, old crotchety old man or something. I don't know. But don't I have bring to. bring up your crotch in this. I have to podcast. laugh because on Twitter. Like, uh, you know, Hanson's twittering about his X Games. It's on. It's on tonight. Get going. Sorby is, is just treating this Endurocross like it's, the, the, you know, the, uh, the L.A. Coliseum final, and he's in the points lead. Here the guy doesn't even make the main event. Like, they got, make it a little, they're taking it a little serious. You know what I mean? Like, I like how Stroop tweeted him. To, he needs to quit. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I saw that. Uh, like, I just felt like these athletes are, are – doing work i'm doing work that's also a favorite rider thing yeah uh putting in work putting in work (laughs) and it's like dude you're in the best whip that's judged by a text contest and hey sorby you're you're a retired washed up moto guy who's going against like who's the guy that won thad um no you're going up against taddy beluziak who does this for a living yeah, he did the typical Euro uh, freestyle competition celebration too, running around screaming like. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna have pom poms. Is that what they do? Well, that's. I mean, yeah, they're going nuts. Right. Like, like you've been to like Barcelona, right? No, I've never been. Well, there. Well, any kind of freestyle comp in Europe, the freestyle, right. the guys are just going crazy yeah. trying to get the crowd into it. Yeah, I mean, Edgar, I've seen Edgar a few yeah, times. He, it's yeah. gnarly, but that was. But I just had to laugh because I'm just like, you guys, really, really, it's really. Who, who are the three or four worst guys you could put into a best whip contest? I say me and JT, maybe Alex Martin and Jeff Ward. <laughs> no, Ping. That'd be like the worst. <laughs> Ping, no, I think you're all right. I, you're okay. Bill Poto. Bill Poto right, is incredibly super, average. super emotional about his whips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Alex Martin. <laughs> I've never seen him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Hanny's one of the best. Josh Grant, one of the best. Yeah. Um, James Stewart, ridiculous. Yeah, but those guys are—they're never going to win that competition because they're the, not going backwards. The wow factor of the of the way Potter and McNeil are whipping is—they're, right. you know what I mean? Was it? Let me ask you this. I probably should even ask you this. Either of you guys, after the gold medal was won, is it a bro show jumping around? I've never seen Deegan in more camera shots in my entire life. That drives me nuts. Like every event. 
I'm just like, really, guys? Really? Yeah. You're just jumping up and down behind your guy, freaking out? Like, I, I didn't even... I, I don't know. I'm not going to go off on a tangent about Deegan. Like, I just... He's in every... You know what I mean? It was like yeah. Josh Cran at Supercross last year. Like, freestyle, step up. Every every event, it's like, ah, he tackles a guy. Ah, they're rolling around. You know ah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> cross, he's screaming in the car. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, this is the bro Super Bowl. You know, it's like right, the bro Super Bowl. That's, that's it. That's they're moving all they, to Riverside that's next year. Thing. It's going to be in Riverside so, next year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I guess again, maybe I'm just sounding like a crotchety old man. You know, I'm just no. Like, it's easy to watch the uh, uh, you know the post victory scene and see okay who's the who's the new arm candy like who's the guys that are trying super hard. And it just makes me laugh, all those guys that are in the background running well, up, it's the holding same. their water bottle. Hey, and you know it's the same dudes. We see them at the races. We know which guys yeah. they are, you know. We were laughing because before the best whip, you know, Derek that works for Mitch? Yeah. He gave, he like leaned in and gave Hanny like a pep talk. You know what I mean? Like right when the 30-second board goes, he leaned in, you got this. You got this. Charge, charge. <laughs> Never give up. We're just dying laughing. Yeah, you're doing a whip. Yeah. You're doing a whip. Um, hey, what about – I got a Twitter question about Rhino's elbow at the start of Enduro Cross. What was that all about? Rhino's elbow? Yeah. Anybody know anything? No. I got a couple of tweets I, about it. I didn't it. see it. Oh. Did he uh, elbow somebody in the I, face? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I know Did he, he took out a slew of riders. He took out a slew of riders. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was – Did he ask you know. any of them, what's your problem, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did, he, did, he, did he challenge him to a fight? What's your and then, problem, And then bro? when the guy fought, he got up and said, what's your problem? <laughs> um, I didn't even know Rhino did it. That's, so I didn't he, either. Did I, he... I didn't catch anything but the main event. Oh, okay. And he he wasn't in it. I, I, was, yeah. I was looking for him and Sorby because I was excited about right. that. So, and then they were not uh, what about Step Up? We didn't even touch on that. Is that still a cool event? Is that? I don't know how cool it is, but I respect those guys. Does They're that, going big. They're the, jumping like it's way bigger than TV gives it justice for. It's big. So, yeah. To, to you, JT, is that the most legit motorcycle event? I think it's it's really difficult. Uh, best trick. They're doing crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I respect yeah, that, those that guys. Front foot that that uh, Jacko did is was that right? Did you guys think? I mean, it looks sick to me. Yeah, and, no, and for to, sure. To I, think of what you got to do to let off. I mean, I give those guys a lot of credit. I I think step up. And best trick are the two events. Like step up's really boring. Like I, I'm not entertained when I'm watching it, mm -hmm. but I know how hard it is. You know what I mean? Like I, I can understand how difficult that is. And best trick obviously is is entertaining for me. But yeah. other than that, I don't know. Did they did they make up any rules as it went along? Like they did with step up, where Ricky tied for the gold. I would imagine so. I mean, like the one year they gave Renner. They like it just ended it. Yeah, like Ricky, it wasn't even Ricky, over. Ricky, Ricky. Yeah, they're just like, oh, here you go. You yeah. get gold, you get silver. Oh, no, 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 yeah. they tied. They both got gold. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. They just whack. They're out of TV time. That was what that was. About. Yeah, I know. They just ended because of TV yeah. restrictions. And again, you got these guys with with twenty five, fifty thousand dollar bonuses yeah. on the line. It's their whole year. It's their matrix, and it's just like, oh shit, let's wrap this up. You win. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like how do you? How is that even legit? <laughs> I remember when the well, year. I I made a comment on Racerhead last week about about just that, like, it kind of, you know, how how do they judge speed and style? Like, that's ridiculous and and all this stuff. And I said about step up, well, at least there's step up, you know, that's cut and dry. You either get over the wall or you don't. They can't screw that up. And I'm like, oh, wait, 
Yep, they screwed that up a couple times. <laughs> and I got a bunch of heat for it, like probably Matt Biden fans who are right. not happy with it. But it's like, I, I'm not knocking even on the event. I'm just saying it's just it's, they'll do whatever they have to do to make good TV. If it, you know, They care yeah. nothing about who gets the medals or... Right, how it you know how legitimate it is, and our industry just embraces these X Games like it's like it's a hit of crack, you yeah. know, like the agent, yeah. the agents, all the agents run around, <clears throat> you know, this is more TV time than the whole twelve round national series, and and I always just think to myself, but it's just cheese ball. But I think like for and I've had them tell me this too, like Potter and those guys. That's the only event that matters. Like Potter yeah. literally does not have to compete in any other event the whole year other than X right. Games. Well, well, I mean, good for those guys. They're making no, a for living. sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah. I think that's like, they, I think that's what people are hoping would catch on in the racing side of it is like they would approach it the same way, and it just has, doesn't seem like that's happened. Well, now they're doing X Games all all over the world, so maybe those dudes will be even better off. You know? Yeah, I. I don't hey, don't worry about those guys. They're making the loot. Oh yeah, I've, I've sure. seen the house Twitch and those guys live in. It's like, all right. I think uh, like the, Can't the be year, friends with those guys. The year I raced the Supercross event, it was the first year when like Ricky did it, and it was all publicized. Ricky was doing it, literally from when we started. Was that wait? The, we finished. Was that the one where the guy was behind the gate and he couldn't drop the gate? It wouldn't drop. He was trying to hit it up and down on his foot uh, with a piece of cardboard or I don't know some if plywood. I think that was maybe the next year. Was that the navy? Was that the navy? Uh, Moto X World Championships, is that what you're talking about? No. That was like that one-year deal. That <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I remember really. that. The one, this was X Games, though. It was, it was the first year, and Ricky was, like, all over ESPN. They were pumping him up. Literally, from when we started to when we finished, like, he everything was done in an hour. We had, like, an hour window, and it was all live. So it was, like, <laughs> the hokiest thing you've ever seen. Like, we go to commercial, and when they came back, it was, like, all right, we're ready. Go, 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 go. Like, line up. Everybody just <laughs> rushing, rushing. Ah, right, you're not even, like, not even fixing your gate. Don't right, even have your yeah. goggles on. The gate's dropping. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. did not care <laughs> right, right. about the racing that, whatsoever. It was just, let's get this on. Race, 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 go. And we're out of here. Oh, it's off to the skateboard vert. <laughs> and Dude, it, yeah. they, it's, it's even, when I did Supermoto, trust me, dude, same thing. Because you, you need to keep tire warmers on if you're actually racing until, like, literally the moment you line up and it's like, you need your tires warm. You go out there with cold tires, everyone's going to crash. And they would, would line us up and then go, okay, everybody ready? Oh, no, no, shut, shut it down, shut it down. It's commercial. <laughs> and you start going, okay, what do we do? Put your warmers back on? Like, half the people would, half didn't. They're not telling you, okay, you know, like, four minutes or anything. It would just be like, just wait. And then just like you said, JT, in just one second, he's waving his arms frantically like, we got to go now, <laughs> now, now. fire drill. The whole course is lined in concrete barriers, and despite, you know, begging them, please, like, push those out or put some, you know, air right. fence up or something. Yeah. Nope. Cold tires, concrete lining the track, go. <laughs> you can go now. Better TV. I did, I did like the, the – I felt like the, the Supermoto X Games, that might have been the height. That was awesome. Jumping over that huge jump into the, into the Home Depot Center, that was – and, and then you had Pastrana and Wardy and Henry, and some road race guys that suck balls. But James came out, and he, he oh, obviously yeah. crashed. But yeah, it just – And um, Reed used Chad. to do it. There was yeah. tons of guys that did it. That felt to me like the height of coolness. That was cool. Yeah. I was very excited to watch it. I was working at Yamaha at the time, and I was hitting swing arms with ball-peen handers to widen them and putting a jack in between so we could, <laughs> so we could fit a five-inch tire on. But that, that good times. 
Um, but I felt like that was interesting and that was exciting. What do you think? What do you think determines what events they bring back? Oh God, I don't know. I mean, obviously this year it was the whole move to the Staples Center kind of made a yeah. lot of events right. undoable. But I, I wondered that, like, who sits in the room? Who is in this? This, you know, boardroom of it, I think they go, uh, Mr. ESPN Pr- executives. Mr. Pastrana, what would you like to do? Well, I, no, I think that's, that's right, Steve. I think it's honestly, it's made of, okay, who are the stars? Who do we want to be the stars? It's a TV show. They're trying to produce a TV show. So they're going, okay, we want Sean White. We want Pastrana. We want Ashley Filick. You know, these are the people we want to be spattered all over the TV for however many days. Right. What events will they succeed at? And that's how it is. And you think with, like, with the women's stuff, they're like, hey, we got Ashley. Yeah. The Helen Keller of motocross. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I'm sorry. I did a, not say that. That is your quote. I, I'm, but. I'm joking. I didn't know she was blind. I, she's just – she was a a very famous deaf little girl, and so is Ashley. And I, that's all I know, and that's really bad. But <laughs> She might have been – yeah, she uh, – anyway. All right. No, I'll Google but, Helen Keller here. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna actually Google it after we hang up, but uh, um, and realize maybe what I did. Uh, <laughs> I used to always get Helen Keller and Anne Frank, and Frank. No, Anne Frank, I know confused. all about. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. I just used to get them confused. For some but no, but with with Ashley, do you think they're like, hey, Ashley, okay, Enduro Cross, okay, Speed and, or uh, Supercross, but then she, no, she bowed out of Enduro Cross. But I really think there's someone just really twisted and sadistic at ESPN <laughs> and they're like, Oh, Enduro cross. Wait till you guys see yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> oh man. Um, and he's just in this, like as the race is going on, he's just in this room, like he's like, he's like rubbing um, his hands together. Like, like a James laugh. Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, James, exactly. with a, with a stroking a cat on yeah. his lap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was there, was there a chick, um, that, that did something that impressed you guys, uh, uh at all? Like uh, in there was the there was a couple of chicks who whipped it in the Supercross pretty good off the finish like Geiger and um, dang it was a chick on a Cowie maybe it was uh, Nikki Golden maybe it was Golden but like pretty respectable right JT? yeah not I mean bad. I was like they whipped dang, it pretty right? good yeah for, that was what I was kind of alluding to earlier when I was like they're like at least the ramp jump they're like whipping it pretty good like there were some things that I thought were cool right. that showed they had some talent on dirt bikes but all of that got erased when they opened up the enduro court cross yeah. course you know right how uh, how amped do you think Rhino was for enduro cross do you think he just was just ripped on Rhino Organics and just this was his shot I think he had pumped up on so many nuts and seeds and. Rhino products. He just crapped a log like an Aspen. Right <laughs> before. Right. Um, hey, what about? Uh, all right, let's move on from that. Anything else about X Games? JT. Uh, Anything else? Are they ever gonna? You think they'll ever move it again? Like they had X Games, like Providence, Rhode Island. No. It's it's in LA, LA forever. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think they could have it in like New York. Ping, did you ever medal? Yeah, I medaled no seven. Nice. Bronzy. Supermoto. Bronzy. Um, I was there. I watched that. That was the year they had the first Supergrass. And where is your bronze medal right now, Ping? Uh, I have it in a little case in my house with some of my trophies. Oh, okay. Hey, that track was so slippery. You don't, you don't I put, couldn't believe how slippery that you don't, uh, course was that year for you. When you try to romance your wife, you don't just put the medal on and nothing else? <laughs> just a Just a... X Games medal and a thong. They get you fired up. And your chick's like, it's just a bronze. It's not a purple heart. Yeah, get yeah. that thing off. It's just, it's just a bronze. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go call Twitch. He's got a gold. 
Um, anything else? No. What uh? What do you hear? What do you hear about silly season stuff? People like that. People like to talk about that. Anything new, Ping? I I did hear that militia, metal militia. Speaking of X Games, Valley Rockstar team is a go. They've already yeah, offered, done. Yeah. I put that in Racerhead a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, they've they've actually offered a guy I know a contract even a rider. So yeah, that's yeah. happening. That's full steam. Josh Grant's got to be there, right? Right for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think they like Nick. But, uh, yeah, I could see Nick. Well, yeah, I think I think Eric two fifty riders, though, right? The there, there's gonna be the militia two and two. team, two and two, according to people I speak to. Yeah. So I heard Hanny signed his deal, Harden Huntington. Oh really? That's what I was told. What uh um who who'd you hear that from? Somebody that would know? Yeah. Like somebody yeah. Good? Like good, some good source. Okay. Yeah. Well, Watson. What, what's Ivan doing? Is he staying? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he staying. Yeah, deal. Yeah, no, he's he stayed. He has two-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watson denied it. So. Yeah, Watson's whatever. I, I mean, it, until the pressure release comes out, he's going to deny it. But. Right. I heard it's done. Three hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I was. I heard that ballpark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. That's nuts. Wait for who? <laughs> H- Hanny. How much? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's three hundred. To ride what? To ride lights? West Coast lights? No, 450. 450s on Hard Huntington. Stay with us. Good grief. Well, I'm just trying to get my mind around that. Yeah, I know, huh? It's amazing how the, the like, if you heard that five years ago, you'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Right, That's right. about right. Yeah. Now it's like, what? Yeah. 300 grand. What, does he have to drive the truck to? Yeah, exactly. Is that a mechanic salary and <laughs> a driver's salary? <laughs> uh, wow. uh, anything else? Ping, what else do you hear out there? JT, anything? Um, Dungey done yet? I don't know. Did he go to Europe and test the KTM? I don't know about that. There's I th- so many rumors I, about that. I don't know about that, but I did talk to Pitt Buyer for yeah. a little while, and yeah. I said, hey, some teams I know have been told that they're out of the running, which is true. Um, you know, a certain team based out of North Carolina yeah. was told, hey, thank you for your interest, but we're, we've decided we're going with somebody else. Yeah. I think it's all but done. Pitt seemed like it. Yeah, he seemed like it, but I mean, he didn't really say it. But I, do, I think that they're being respectful of Suzuki in this title chase right. to not announce it. But I, I, if I had to bet my last dollar, right. I would say it's already been done. What about your? You guy? know, I, yeah. I, I swung by the uh, KTM shop the other day, and uh, I was actually doing a little helping do some marketing and PR for my buddy that owns Brat Bar, this new energy bar. And uh, so I was dropping some off and just saying hi to the guys I know there. And What's it called? They wouldn't let me, like they wouldn't let me back into the race shop. Really? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know Ian and Leighton. I mean, I know those guys pretty well. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, yeah, we can't be back there right now. I think they've got that. They're developing that fuel injected. back there. I think they got yeah. that fuel-injected 450 engine or something. Right. And uh, they were all hard at work. So, yeah. Other than that bike, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything from KTM that I would be like, oh, you you know what I mean? Like any reason for you to ever say you can't see this. I haven't right. seen them come out with a product like or that. Or maybe yet. they had a a, dun, a a dummy dressed in Dungy's gear just standing on a 450, <laughs> like just to look at it, just to see it, you know? I don't maybe know. it was just a bike with a five on it. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But that is odd. Yeah. Because pretty it's odd. like the Manchurian candidate. They've like, got him whenever back I, there. Whenever I go to any team. And I'm just like, hey, can I go in the back? Yeah, whatever. Or you don't even, you know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't care. Unless there's something going on, like new product, new development, open motors. Yeah, even like even open motors, big deal. 
I think Pro Circuit gets a little bit iffy. Uh, I, I walked right into their race shop with Mitch and just. Yeah, me too. No, no problem. Yeah, me too. So, I don't know, man. It was weird. Like it was weird how, how they. Uh, <laughs> they locked me out. It's funny. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. So it seems like they got something up their sleeve. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I just interviewed. I just interviewed Pitt, and he. Sh- they sure backed off that 350. Is the is the is the answer. They're backpedaling I think hard. They were, I on think that. they were they were backed off of it. Yeah. Like competition backed them off of it. <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't think they had a choice. Yeah. On a, on a, and I that's I've never ridden a 350. I'm purely objective looking at results wise and the guys that have ridden it, how they did before, right. how they're doing on it, how it does on the track, how it looks. That's purely my opinion is that bike is not competitive. Right. Right. It's just well, okay. Here's Here what go. I want to know though. Here we how, go. How Ping. different is the bike they're racing in Europe? Versus the one they're racing here, and it, it, does that thing look so much better over there because the other bikes aren't as good? Here, Payne, bust out the start story with Tyler Keefe. We've all b- b- no, no, no. I, I'm just saying, look at look at Grand Prix racing. That bike kills it over there. That, so that that is not a 350. I do not believe that. It sounds. Oh, Layton's gonna beat you down. Oh, I know. And even Caroli told me this weekend. Yeah, on the 350, you know, I can't. I can't match those guys out of turns, and I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, There's no way. Look at – I want you to objectively look at every start from 2010 outdoors, Andrew Short, and then look at every start from 2011 with Andrew Short. And it's like so far on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Michael Lessie, same thing. Yeah, well, Short is incredible. Yeah, but, but Alessi's on that 350 that's a missile, and he's not getting all shots. 450, yeah. Oh, sorry, what did I say? 350, I meant 450. So, I think a lot of starts is mental. And Shorty, unless, maybe he's just... Unless he's top five. I'm not, I'm not sticking up for that bike saying it's, it, it is awesome or not, but it just seems weird that over there, they kill it, and then here, did you they don't even have a chance. Did you... Uh, I heard Suzuki talk to your buddy Chad Reed there, JT. Uh, maybe. Something, I, something I heard rumors about it. Not so much from him, but I heard talk. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? I, I think anybody that has money right now is has to be interested in talking to him. Right. I would think so. He had such a good year. And obviously the the kind of attitude towards him in the in the general yeah. public is right. turned yeah. around it's tremendously. Like Jesus right now. Well he I mean he's just he's done it as you know what I mean? He went out and spent his own money and did it his own way right. and killed it and you know, I think he has a much better attitude and respect for everyone now and I mean, people have kind of responded to that. So, I, yeah. you know, I think yeah. it would be silly to not try to hire him right now. Uh, what about Weimer? Ping, does he have another year? I think he does, right? So that that team's set? Yeah, I'm not sure, but it would seem like it. Right. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Honda does. Um, yeah. I heard Cowie's having another guy for sure. Three, oh, yeah? Three guys. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Is and I heard a- that uh, if Tickle – can't ride lights, he gets that spot because he has another year on his Cowie deal. Right, right. Like, guaranteed. Yeah, they're fighting for that right now. Yeah, like, if, if, if he can't stay at Mitch's, he has to go to Cowie. Right. Apparently. And what about Rattray? I thought he was staying, but now I hear he may be going. Uh, I think he's either going to be at Mitch Mitch's team again or leaving. But we'll right? See. Yeah. I, I don't know why Mitch wouldn't hire him again, though. He didn't um, do that terrible at Supergirl. Of course not, no. And no. he's killing it outdoors. Yeah, yeah, so. no. It seems like a natural thing for him, you know? I would, I would expect him, Mitch to offer him a ride, right? Wouldn't you? I mean, ah, I don't know. I know Mitch is telling some guys he's got a spot open, and I'm trying to figure out who's the spot. 
I, well, I heard that if Han- I, I remember I, leaving. I got told at that Cowie thing that Tickle was out of the lights class. So I wonder if that's it. Yeah. I heard with Hanson leaving too that they want that Monster wants to keep a guy in that role. Like, yeah, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be I mean, no. Like I heard that I heard that they're gonna have another guy, like a fifth guy, in that Hanson role again. Like you know who it'll be? It'll be Searle, Tommy Searle, who told me this weekend in Belgium that he's coming back to play Supercross. Yeah, I don't know. How did he? He didn't really do very good at Supercross, right? I don't think so. I don't honestly don't remember him in Supercross. I don't remember him. Yeah, fifth and sixth. He was hurt. I mean, he was, he never really. Yeah, maybe that's why. I, yeah. I don't have any recollection of him out there to even know how he was doing. He has some sweet ass orange no fear gear. That was like Hangtown. Yeah. Um. What else, Ping? Anything else? What do you think Troy Lee does next year, Ping? Uh, I think they're pretty much set. The last guy, Casilli had a two-year deal, signed a two-year deal uh, about halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, I, when we signed Baker, he had a two-year deal. And then they were working on Christian Craig, and it, uh, I, I heard it was pretty much a done deal. So that would be their team. They're, they wouldn't add a fourth guy. Yeah, so that would be it, you think? Yeah, what about Kiko? Geico is uh, – they're set. They just may bring back Wharton yeah, there's as, one as another guy. Yeah. Um, they got Bogle, Barsha, uh, Tomac, Will, mm-hmm. four guys, and then they might bring back Blake, Supercross only. They're going to have five guys for sure, I think. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of rides, like oh, kind of a resurgence this year right. as far as how many open rides there are. Like JDR's got open spots, uh, which they you know they get pretty good – They got like good one bikes spot open. But I heard they're going to have a 450 guy, like a good 450 no. guy, too. No. For they're sure. going to be lights only this year. Okay. Yeah, according to Nathan. But still, that's pretty good. Like, there's good spot. There's spots there. Right. Uh, you know, it just seems like there's a lot, like the, the Valley team, like more. Right. It just seems like there's more open rides. Like, Cowie's right. going to have a third guy. Suzuki needs a guy. It just seems like all these guys Honda, have Honda's Honda be, needs guys. Honda need a guy you know. for sure, if not. I haven't. I just can't, can't remember in the last few years where there's been as many open spots as right, right now. Like right. it seems like everybody last year was like clamoring for one spot. Everybody was like, "Oh, they're all calling Cowie for that one." You know what I mean? Right, right. And right. I just feel like there's kind of room for everyone to fit Shorts in. Shorts up too. Yeah. Short man, I could see Short going to um, like JSE. He's gonna. He, I would assume he's gonna have a teammate if he has his own team yeah. or does something. Yeah, Regal's probably out. Uh, Larry Brooks's team. Right. Have at least one guy. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's yeah. just all these spots that people are gonna. I can see Shorty in. going to Brooks's team because I know Brooks talked to him last year. It was really close. But he wouldn't be his number one guy. I wouldn't think. I don't know. I yeah. think Brooks is looking for like a. Not to say Short's well, not an elite. No, guy, but there's only one elite guy out there, and he's not gonna get him. He could hire Chad. It's never gonna happen. There's there. I mean, there's. <laughs> oh open, my god. I mean, Dungey is open. No, but he. That's it. James, obviously, is. No. Not gonna happen, but yeah. he's open. Uh, James isn't open. I mean, clearly he was open because all the Suzuki talk wouldn't be going on if it's not no. physically possible for him to do it. Yeah, but I think that's 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 dumb. well. The, the the worry is that he has a Yamaha contract, right. like and, it's for another year. But that that contract was with L and M. Yeah, and Tim Olson's telling Mathis fun. that there's no way it's ever going to happen. If it's there's no way it's no, ever no, no. Gonna... A Suzuki guy told me. Oh, yeah. James likes our bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yamaha is claiming no way, no right, way. Right, right, right. Clearly, there's a way. I mean, in this sport, I think just uh, broken I'm... contracts. <laughs> listen, I have seen more broken contracts in my day than anyone I've ever met. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like I work for Enron. It's a <laughs> no. joke. You know so, what you can do with a contract in this sport if you sign one? 
Yeah, it's what just, I'm going to do wipe your the ass podcast, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and flush it, because it's worth nothing. Yeah, no, and, and it just depends on, I mean, James gets, uh, you know, a lot of support and and cash from Yamaha. Maybe the smart move is to just, you know, not lawyer up and try to get out of that contract and just take the cash and ride one more year and see what happens. You know, but I yeah. think he sees the end coming. Looming. You know, I mean, how many more years am I going to be able to try to win a championship? And do I really yeah. want to be frustrated all year again with my bike and feel like that I right. could be well, better? That's why he's got Tim Ferry. Yeah, but you you can't polish a turd. If he thinks it's a turd, you can only make you know. What right. I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, got, I, I hear you. But but if they, are you talking about Shorty? No, Stewart. Oh. Why wouldn't Shorty stay? Let's say they let's say KTM does sign Dungey. You don't think Shorty would try to stay there? Uh, yeah, no, I do. I think so. I don't think he wants out necessarily. I mean, I think if it's he just got up a, in the air. I think if he could go back to Honda or Cowie or Suzuki or Factory Honda on Brooks' team, I think he would. Go, he takes I it. think he takes. Yeah, that. I don't know. You think so? Even with yeah. Dungey coming over, he seems pretty frustrated to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he's happy with his results. I think he feels like he could do better. And I don't know yeah. that it may be the atmosphere, it may be the bike, it may be, you know, just his mental focus, having, you know, a son being sick. I, I just feel like every time I've heard an interview, he fe- he is more frustrated and bummed out than I've ever seen Andrew right. Short. And I don't think he's really happy with whatever's going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could be. Um, what about Barsha filling in on the 450, which, of course, we know isn't happening according to Barsha, but we know it is. What about how's he going to do? I don't know. I think he – there's a good – it's like Vietnam, a good chance of grenades. Really? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know, man. He's pretty – he's going to be fast. There's no doubt about that. But I, you're uh, – I don't know. I don't know that it's a good yeah, idea. You know, right maybe you get second. on a 450, you smooth out a little bit. Yeah, I think it might be a good move. I think he's just kind of like not into it mentally on the 250. And right. Especially since he's so far to the point and he's not doing that well. This kind of takes the pressure off, and it's like go have fun. Right. Does he have, and, does uh, he have mono? I can see him coming out and, like, shocking people with at least a good moto. Probably not consistent motos. Right. Yeah, I, I think there might be a couple things for sale. Right. In the form of a yard sale. <laughs> I mean, his, <speed's, laughs> but, his speed is going to be there. I mean, he's going to be fast. There's no doubt about whether he's going to be fast or right. not. But items will be available for purchase <laughs> on track <laughs> at uh, a discounted price. Does he have mono or what? Does anybody really? I mean, apparently he does. What is he doing out there? I, I think it's run its course. They said six weeks, and they found, they caught it two weeks in. That's supposedly though, if you're resting and letting it. Work, I mean, you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just can't. I'd I mean, ask him, but Beaker imposed a media ban on me. Like so, if you're if you're the powers that be, the people that sign his paychecks, and say you're Honda, who you know, for all intents and purposes, if not 2012, for sure 2013. He is going to be in your truck. Don't you say, listen, you need to yeah. fix this issue you're and come back strong. Yeah. You won the out. You won the Supercross Championship. You're sick. You're not doing well. When are you going to take time off? Right. You know what I mean. Yeah, so I when know. the season's over, you're going to rest, and then you're not going to be. You know what I mean. You're not going to take that right. time to prepare for Supercross again. Yeah. Like I don't understand what the the plan yeah. is. Yeah, he, he should have been on the couch the whole month of June and July. Or both. Uh, you know, once it's once it started going south for outdoor season, he yeah. should have been like, "All right, see ya. What am I losing here? I need to get better. Then I can have a great off season and try to win the championship again." Now right. it's just like you're in this no man's land of, "Am I better? Am I not better? Am I gonna be sick come fall because right. I didn't get better?" Yeah, I don't know. 
yeah. I just feel like there's no real guidance looking out for his best interest right. in that situation at all. What about him tweeting a photo of a factory Honda 450 at a track and then when myself and Transworld say that he's going to ride fill in for the 450, he then gets mad at me and says to everybody, I'm not filling in, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> I mean, it's a little ridiculous, right? My, my opinion on that was I think he put something out he shouldn't have. He got in trouble, so then he got mad at you for publicizing it more. But now there's a video yeah. on there's a video on Racer X of him motoing down on this thing. Yeah. I, I don't understand it at all. Yeah, I I I, I feel I love it. What about Beaker ganging up on me and saying that I shouldn't that Wilbur and Belcher shouldn't talk to me and get other riders to do yeah, that? Yeah, that's that's. I don't think you're ever going to win that battle. <laughs> I the the greatest thing about Twitter to me is putting people that shouldn't have Twitter putting this method of <laughs> broadcasting in their hands. Like, athletes with Twitter yeah, is just yeah. such an awesome right. combination. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, like Jim Rome and these shows, they love it. Like, right. you put you put a overpaid athlete with, you know, just no education and doesn't know better and yeah. just let, send them out there. I love the motivational ones that are spelt wrong, too. I love those. Yeah. Those are my oh, favorites. Oh, man. I, did you get Stroops that was uh, waiting on a moment of clarity? He spelled moment with two M's? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and it was all phonetically spelled as though he were writing it from the Brooklyn ghetto. I like the like the four five zero oh, nine six nine on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I, I love it too. I love the and, and then like Sorby can't stripers instead of strippers. He calls them stripers. At least he's at least it's a second language, right? At least you know what I mean. No, at but least my, it's my, a yeah. second my language. My point with Sorby is that he he he, he screws up constantly with the language. But then there'll be a motivational quote spelled perfectly. Well, it's just copy yeah, paste. Copy paste. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh, God, yeah. Sorby. Come on. You know? I love that the stories when you hear it, you still listen to him, like the bike running with fans on it. And, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, that yeah. guy is just a walking, walking yeah. comedy. <laughs> no, and then he was calling Roger Larson a, a Larson from Answer a douchebag <laughs> on Twitter, a D bag, and he's not a real gear guy like Beaker. And. Turns out he went to the answer to get some logos put on his JT gear, and Roger told him to beat it because it's not. I mean, it's not even. You know, it's not even our gear. And I, we should do like a some somebody should sit down and do like a six degrees of separation type diagram of like gear guys and and man friends and riders and like see all the places they've been. And girlfriends, you could even add girlfriends, oh, yeah, girlfriends. in and just P- like ping would help us with the this girlfriends. Huge diagram of. <laughs> This girl was with this guy, with this gear guy, with this goggle, and, and <laughs> he was the best man in this wedding. And he was, be, you know, he was yeah, while well, yeah, he yeah. was dating this girl. But then they started hooking up. Right. It would be like the coolest Ooh, thing that ever. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. It would take some she research. Banged, and, she banged this guy at Paula. Yeah, you'd and have everyone to, knew about it. You would have to have total anonymity to do it. Yeah, like to get all the the info. But it would be awesome. I think. Sounds like a job for Bertolcos. Somebody get him on it. Yeah, somebody get him on it. Well, um, all right, guys. Let's wrap this up. Any other, any other words? Any other off week? RacerXBTOSports.com off week podcast. Who's who's uh who's your call to win the title right now? Both classes. Who's what? Both classes. Uh, who's your prediction to win the title? I don't know. Because they're both. The when was the last time that the titles were this close in both classes? I can't remember a time. I think Dean's gonna get it in the lights. But it's the best I, racing. I think I think Dean's got time. the lights. But. I, that four-fifth one's tough, man. I think 
momentum is not with Reed right now, huh? Is he? You think he could turn it around again, JT? I know what you're going to say, but yeah, come on, dude. What do you uh, think? Yeah, I think he'll be all right. I mean, I think the time off was crucial because I think if he had to just keep going, it would be really tough. I think he can kind of hit the reset button, and I don't know if he's going to win or not. But I know that that time off is is base. It's going to be the contributing factor if he does. Yeah. I I don't know who's going to win the four fifties. I don't know. I see pluses and negatives for both uh, all three guys. I don't know how you could convincingly say you right. do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I really don't know. I, I mean, God, Dungey looks like he's got everything going on right now. But man, we got Southwick coming up. Southwick's a good read track. Yeah. You know, Dilla's a good Dungey track. I don't know. RV's crafty, though, too. Like, you can't count him out anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I think if you take a guess at this point, it's just that. Right. Just a guess. You think Dean's going to win the lights, though, Ping? Yeah, I don't see him. He, he's been solid. I really don't see him letting it go at this point. Right. He, it's weird that he hasn't won a, uh, an overall, but, like, he's getting motos. And, you know, even when, like, Ken Washington, when he, he got a fifth, I was like, oh, it's unraveling. And then he came back and won. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. He's down. He's in he's Florida right it. now. He's in Florida right now, riding at Chad's. Yeah. Yeah, and that's through. only going to help, right? Yeah, I think. Well, he's just trying to figure out how to get better in the sand because Southwick didn't go so well for him last year, and I and obviously Tyler will be strong there. So I think he's just trying to fill in the gap a little bit to maybe, you know, right. be able to save some points there if not beat Tyler. Right. Right. So and he's doing all the like he's sacrificing. You know, his parents drove their motorhome from California to Florida just for this month to try to get better in the sand, you know. He's, yeah. I mean, they're they're all in as far as trying to do whatever they can. So I like Dino. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. Too bad too bad about the whole Canadian thing, but I, I've gotten over it. <laughs> hey, he's got some ADD, huh? Like, he's funny. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's just such, such a kid. I mean, I was with him all weekend. Yeah. And yeah. he's just a total kid. Like, no other way. You know, you well, I watch him race, and you talk to him, and inter- you yeah. watch his interviews, and – you talk to him a little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's – but he's just – then you're around him for more than that, and he's like, oh, gosh, this kid. He's yeah. just a total little kid. Yeah. No. But he's awesome. I love the kid to death. It's just you forget how, how young these kids, you know. They throw him into the spotlight with all this pressure, and right. you don't realize how, you know, yeah. how, like, unready for it they are sometimes. Yeah, bad decisions. No, we you know, I, I should probably go on record and apologize to Randy Lawrence. The first time I ever went to Europe – this reminded me of it because we're talking about European trips. Went to Switzerland, did Geneva Supercross, 95. And uh, they made a mistake on my contract. It was supposed to be for $6,000 for both nights, like combined. But it was written $6,000 per night. Nice. And uh, so Eric Bernard approached me when I got there. He said, hey, there's a mistake. You could tell he was just, like, stressing. He goes, ah. You know, we're going to honor it because it's signed, and da, 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 but, uh, you know, and uh, you could tell he was a mess. Well, anyway, I ended up doing, like, I rode the, 450, or the 250 class back then, you know, two strokes, and I got, like, a, a third and a fourth or something. I did really well and actually made more than what my guarantee was. Uh-huh. And so, but when I went, I told Randy Lawrence, I said, it was my first time to Europe. I said, hey, well, so what do I pay a mechanic? Like, what do I pay you? And he goes, well, you know, usually... It's like 10% of whatever you make, but I don't know how much you're going to make. So just like a thousand bucks would be kind of like standard. Uh-huh. He didn't make lock me into anything, but he told me that. So I ended up making like, you know, 12 grand, 12 and a half thousand dollars, right? <laughs> and uh, I gave him 800 bucks. 
I look back, I'm like, what a dick. Like, I couldn't just give <laughs> him the 10%. There's 200 made, bucks. Good yeah. money. Even, to, even for the I thousand. Even for bucks. He even still busts my balls about to this day, but. <laughs> yeah, riders, dude, riders. What are you going to do? I, I know. I don't know. You're just young and you think, you don't, I don't know what you think. <laughs> you get, you, well, you thought, I can get away with this. He'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and he was nice. Enough. He didn't say anything. He's just like, all right, 800 bucks, whatever. Dick. Right. Right. <laughs> He's bowing me out of 200 for no reason. Okay. Yeah. Well, Red Dog won $25,000 at Summercross. I got nothing. But you got uh, you got memories for a lifetime. I do have memories. Yeah, you've nothing. gotten twenty five hundred dollars worth of memories. I out have. Of that. I have. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I have. He didn't give you a dollar. Nothing. Nothing. Dang it! I overpaid back then. And yeah, but he gave me some money at the end of the year. Thousand bucks, right? Thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah. But he only. Oh my god. Yeah, give me a thousand <laughs> bucks, dude. <laughs> and he was he was top private. Oh yeah. He bought you a lot of queso though. <laughs> he did buy me a lot of queso. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks, uh, thanks, Pink, for doing this. Appreciate it on the uh, on the off weekend and, and the short notice. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, have a good weekend and all that. So, guys, talk to you soon. Later, Pink. All right, see ya. See ya, JT. Uh, thank you. Um, see you Monday for. Well, I'll see you as soon as I hang it. First stop here, <laughs> but uh, uh, you're coming on this Pulp Mech show on uh, Monday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we'll do. Uh, we need to do a commentary too. Yeah, That's, classic commentary will also I'll be come on the up. show. Give. Kenny a hard time. All right. That'll be good. Yep. Uh, I can't wait to hear the wisdom of Kenny from the X Games perspective. Oh, yeah. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought you were thanking the, the people for listening. Sorry. No, second you. Oh, okay. You're welcome. But thank you, everybody, for listening to the BTOsports.com <laughs> Racer X podcast show. Uh, see you next, next show. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show brought to you by Racer X. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I had pulled pitch and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX on the iTunes Store to enjoy these and many more great podcasts. You know I've got to be fed up in the atmosphere, another